People don't know how to change, so they frequently spin off the wheels during normal seasonal change. So because we don't understand that there are actual seasons, it's like we just get hit by these seasons. We're like, well, what's wrong? Well, it's a new season. It happens every single season. Farmers understand you're not gonna have a great harvest in the winter. Why? Because it's winter. Hey, good day and welcome to the Consultant and the Coach podcast. I'm here with my good friend, Josh. How are you doing, my friend? Whew, it's been a season. It has been a season for us. We're recording this in June. And last year at this time, in June, right about this time, it was about 110 to 115 degrees yes, here in Western Wash- or in Washington. Yep. This weekend, it was not. Thank goodness. Yeah, you got poured on a track well, meet. And... But I'll take that in terms of nice, cool weather. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things, this podcast is on summertime rhythms with work as well as family. And it's important to understand we, we're heading into a new season. Yep. yep. And we're going from spring to summer. And you might, well, obviously, but there is a definitive thing that happens every single season. If we don't catch that... Um, you can get thrown for a loop, can't we? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, and we've, we've recorded podcasts in general on this before. Go back and check us out on the Seasons and Rhythms podcast, I think, from last year. Um, and we've referenced this in several others. But we're going to talk specifically about a specific season, specific a- tips a- a- today. Absolutely. And we under- we need to understand that there are differences in season because if not, it'll just throw you off your horse. You mm-hmm. won't understand what's going on. And well, I'll get into that. So the scripture that I'd love to share today is Ecclesiastes chapter three, uh, very familiar verse uh, verses with both Christians as well as non-Christians. Uh, Ecclesiastes chapter three is for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. And it goes on and on and on. And it finally ends with, uh, I'm jumping all the way ahead to verse 9. What gain has the worker from his toil? I have seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart, yet so. And so I, I love I seeing that there are different times for everything and different seasons for everything. And if we understand it, I think we're less likely to get thrown off the horse to realize, oh, it's raining outside or works hard or even, hey, this is the time to just kind of rest and really enjoy what's going on in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and, and I think as we've worked with a lot of different leaders, you know, helping them to more proactively, and we'll talk a little bit about how to take control of the seasons versus just let the seasons hit you, yes. right? How to see the seasons, mm-hmm. how to embrace the seasons. Um, I think what I take from that scripture is humanity, in, in the way God's design, at least, is a very seasonal creature, even as God is not seasonal, right? Yeah, and God so, does and not so I think, change. I think there's a temptation, mm-hmm. as, as we all are tempted to sort of be our own idols and, and or work or gods to sort of not allow seasons to to blow us left or right but and i think there's a temptation to that but i think there's a reality that we are seasonal in terms of we have to sleep every day we have weekly seasons in terms of sabbath and need for rest we have you know then seasonal needs right as well 
And, and you get into a theory. I wrote down this theory. Here, here's my theory. Mm-hmm. People don't know how to change, so they frequently spin off the wheels during normal seasonal change. Mm-hmm. So because we don't understand that there are actual seasons, it's like we just get hit by these seasons. We're like, well, what's wrong? Right. Well, it's a new season. It happens every single season. Farmers understand you're not going to have a great harvest in the winter. Why? Because it's winter. Yeah. Well... We need to understand that in, in our work and in our families. And I was reflecting upon this because I oversee with our business uh, 70 plus uh, team members slash employees. And I was noticing, I'm like, man, I'm putting in more and more notes into my HR files. And I was looking through some of the employees that I was just putting in general notes into their files. And I was looking at trends. Mm. It's really fascinating. Without naming names, I'm like, this employee spins off the wheels every May and June. Fascinating. And during, and I noticed, I pulled up this one, I pulled up another one. Whereas other seasons, they are great team members, knocking it out of the park. Hmm. And so there's a couple things. Ideally, you hope that someone will figure it out themselves and take care of it. But other times, it's like our kids. Sometimes we need to establish in a nap time or a season of rest mm-hmm. for their own good. Yeah. And I've noticed that frequently just seasons are different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think one of the other things, both for leaders in um, businesses as well as um, at home, and I'd be curious, you know, how you've talked about this with your coaching clients, but I talk about this with my family and frankly, I talk about it with my consulting clients is being very honest about the season that you're in. Oh, absolutely. Right. And so, you know, as an example, you know, talking a little bit about this, just as a family example, uh, we came out of what was an exceedingly busy season just recently in terms of both my consulting work picked up. There was a lot of great demand for my work, which is always fun, but hard in terms of time and commitment and the ability to sort of juggle, um, and got, um, (laughs) asked to coach baseball and kids were doing track. And I mean, it was nuts. So for about three months, um, and we'll get into the next podcast, which is a little funny in terms of some abrupt changes to that, uh, recently, but nonetheless, we try to be very honest with our kids like at dinner time, when we would talk about either the next day or typically on Sundays, we try to talk about the upcoming week and we would just say, Hey guys, this is going to feel stressful. This is kind of a busy season. This won't last. Mm-hmm. We'll get through it together. We'll take it a day at a time. Um, and they, they just responded wonderfully. They did really, really well. They got through it all. They were super helpful. They understood. And now we've gotten to the summer season and very quickly schools come to an end and we've said, okay guys, summer season, like let's, it, it's different. The schedule's different again and we're going to get more rest and more home time and more pool time Absolutely. and more, more other things. So it's been, I think kids respond very well to it. And I think lesson there for me is, as I talk to my, you know, consulting clients, you know, being honest with them about even stuff saying, almost saying back to them, like, Hey, we're in this season of budget cuts. We're mm-hmm. in this season of having a hard time uh, paying all of our bills for these different particular issues, or we're in this season of, you know, we were in the pandemic all of us a couple years ago and that had impact on my clients. So helping to sort of pair it back to clients, what season it is and how that impacts the strategy and the business is um, always a useful conversation. Mm-hmm. I found, and I, I found that most people are naturally conservative in terms of seasons because change is dangerous. If mm-hmm. I were to say, hey, um, 
I can't tell you where you're going to get your next meal and where you're going to sleep and where you're going to work tomorrow. The average person would flip out over that. Mm-hmm. They, you know, even even if someone says, "I love change," most of our life doesn't change day to day. I would say ninety eight percent. It's the same, mm-hmm. same house, similar meals, similar work. Change is dangerous, and it makes sense when you think about it. You know, in the old days, I'm like, okay, I, I don't know where I'm going to get my next meal. That is dangerous because you can only go. You know, you can go. Uh, three minutes without the next breath, three hours. Was it how how long can you go without breathing versus drinking water versus eating? You can only go so long, right? And so we, we always have to have our basic needs met, and then we can figure, okay, what, what what's going to happen next? So as you're working with different businesses, what do you? How do you prepare them for seasons? You know? Yeah. Um, well, I think the first thing is is to you know. S- look for them Mm -hmm. right put on put on a lens that's looking for seasons whether they're uh, predictable seasons like I've worked in insurance and and sort of benefits space before and those are a pretty predictable cyclical enrollment season and things like that that are sort of busy in the fall and and, and sort of onboarding in the winter and into the spring and then sort of slow down and and sort of the revenue cycle follows that as well Um, there's um, seasons to healthcare consumption, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are trying to then like go get healthcare towards the end of the year if their benefits are running out. Um, there's also, you know, people don't get their elective surgeries in the summer because they're traveling. There's There are seasons to businesses. So I think the first thing is to look for them and talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the second thing is to then, you know, help align those with the strategy in terms of um, setting expectations as it relates to, you know, not necessarily helping folks stay the course in their commitment to the strategy assuming that strategy has taken into account the seasonal effect you know uh, the seasonal effect of what's happening right versus oh we've had a one bad month of revenue we're abandoning the strategy and we're just switching entirely to a totally different mindset right and i've worked i've worked in organizations who struggled with that like we would i've built kind of innovation groups and kind of forward-thinking, tip-of-the-spear type new business units. And the board's commitment to those and funding for those would dramatically change by the quarterly results, right? And it was completely dysfunctional. Like there was no completely unable to really fund and build significantly new innovation because the board was subject to the whims of the market and the seasons and, and the leadership was not articulate enough to help them kind of manage that expectation and and we need proper expectations because yeah, expectations are huge. yeah. you know let's look at the weather it can go windy rainy beautiful yeah well depending on how it is you decide how to dress yeah yeah and the same thing can happen with businesses as well too much less as we've talked about in the podcast there's all sorts of extraneous things that can affect our business so what is our mission of business what is our vision and how does that play out yeah. Well, and I think that's where, you know, it, it, maybe running is a good example that we've used a lot, right? If you're running a certain schedule in terms of a training schedule and you're training for a certain distance and you're training in a certain way and you have certain types of workouts on the days of the week, to your point, I might dress differently if it's really cold out. That doesn't change the workout. No, it doesn't. Right? Put well, on pants. Very little. Put mm-hmm. on pants. Put on a hat. Put on gloves. Suck it up and do your repeats, mm-hmm. like get it done, right? And I think business is the same way. Like there are, in, you have a strategy, 
you have a plan, you're working towards specific outcomes, and sometimes the winds of change, the winds of the economy, the winds of war in Ukraine, yeah. right, influence the, the surroundings. They influence some of the inputs in terms of how you go about doing your plan, but you stick with it. Mm-hmm. You stay at it, and you get it done. And I, I, one of the things that's really helped our business out is having really good key performance indicators that yeah. we look at every single week. And the reason why is it allows us to see the shifts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in individual stores, and that's important so we don't flip out. Then We literally track sales every single week, and we've been able to pick up these weird, very localized mm-hmm. um changes in economy. So for example, we have five stores across five different cities. One of our stores every um, September drops off 30 to 40%. We couldn't figure it out. Well, now that it's happened three years in a row, we were able to realize, oh, there is a high migrant population. And what happens is the uh, orchard. Yeah, see? Sure. Yep. And it, it, we finally figured out the orchard, you know, the orchards are done picking. Yep. They all hop on a bus. Yep. And they go back to Mexico. Right. So what happens? Well, our stores, our sales drop, but only in this one store. What do we do wrong? Nothing. There's nothing we could do because what they were doing is they would get their paychecks and they would cash it and we, our sales would go up, but then it would go down until they come back for the next season. Yeah, which is probably, what, nine months later? Yeah, but it yeah. has nothing to do with us, whereas there have been times where numbers have dropped or gone up in into something either good or bad we did with advertising mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or maybe we had the wrong team member in the wrong place who wasn't doing a good job taking care of people so we this is where we, understanding there are seasons mm-hmm. there's nothing we can do about it but there are sometimes other numbers that go up and down we can do something about it so having good numbers really helps understanding the seasons from my perspective well which is back to the running analogy like you you might be changing the way you resource or what you wear for the Mm -hmm. weather right but you're still shooting for reasonable outcomes which is the workout right And, and so what you're doing is you're resourcing your teams differently dressing them differently for the weather that you've learned to predict Mm -hmm. right but still expecting them to achieve the outcomes. So I have a personal coaching uh, analogy. This is actually out of my own life that I was able to figure out about five years ago. And I can laugh about this now. My wife and I, we used to get in a, we were getting in these crazy, horrible fights. We would just be, I'd yell at her and she'd get mad back at me and vice versa. And then I'd try to, I'm like, oh, it's your fault or this happened. And so I, I journal. It's and, never your fault. It's, oh, never, it's never, never her fault. fault. It's, it's only always, your fault. Yeah, when we yeah. fight, it's always her fault. No, not true. But I'm looking at my journal and it was really, I'd love to say I, I figured this out after a few months. It was literally a couple of years. I swear 80% of all of our fights were on Thursdays. Thursdays of all days. Well, why? We work hard Monday. We work hard Tuesday. We work hard Wednesday. Thursday, there's there's no self-control left. So what do right. we do? We fight. Well, Michael, that's dumb. I cleared out my Thursday schedule. I literally removed all meetings. And guess what happened? Our fights went down to like 2%. Oh, yeah. I just needed to figure out what was the season, season rhythm in my own personal life yep. and change things. So things like that, if we understand even our weekly rhythms, we can change things. Right, right. Because it wasn't like she didn't love me or I didn't love her. We were just flipping tired, four kids, business, and this and this. And yeah. so what happens? You fight on Thursdays. 
So, and this is where a good coach, a coaching relationship, the coach can listen for little cues like that. I'm like, hmm, I happen to notice Thursdays in my instance. Yeah. Well, and maybe you could talk a little bit about, you know, we're talking about summertime rhythms and, and you know, I interpret that as, as restful periods, periods of, of pullback and rest. I mean, maybe some people are in businesses where summer's like the busiest time of year, which yeah, is also yeah. the case. But, you know, assuming summertime is referring to sort of relaxing or, or shifting away from the busyness of the, of the grind and the rest of the year, how do you help your clients when you're coaching them see the seasons, one, two, uh, understand their need for rest, and three, sort of set a discipline around resting during a season like what's coming? Oh, absolutely. Um, well, one of the things is it takes time. So yeah. for me, working with someone, I'm going to – dial down first and then just ask what is your mission and vision because it's hard to figure yep. out resting and when to go or not to go if you're like i don't know what direction i am going right yep yep life plan mm-hmm. so this is where it comes about mission and vision and then next is figuring out what the optimal push is mm-hmm. so a lot of clients i'll say hey are we hitting flow do you have those days where you just knock it out of the park and if they're not then we probably need to rest a little bit but then if there's enough rest, but they're still not knocking it out of the park, maybe they need to work a good 12-hour day or an 8-hour day, really just knocking out what the next goal is. So everyone's different depending on what the mission and vision that they want to accomplish. And you're not talking about the business mission and vision. You're talking about the personal mission and vision. I'm actually saying both. Both. Got it. Okay. Which is tricky because some people are great at business and their family life stinks. And other ones are like, oh, our family life's great. I'm like, well, you're a terrible employee. So, I mean, technically we should be brilliant at both yeah yeah i don't think that's too hard of a concept to ask for no but i think i think what it's also challenging folks to think about is their mission and vision as it pertains to their work and their family right because we Mm -hmm. work with a lot of leaders who each point are good at one or the other i think it's also exceedingly difficult in today's world to be exceptional at both right so Mm -hmm. i think it's also setting some realistic expectations about how exceptional you can be at one mm-hmm. and still be functional at the other, right? Because um, it, it's probably exceedingly hard to work, you know, 100 hours a week at both your family and your job yeah. because guess what? You, you there's can't. not that much time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's not that much time in the week. So I think there's also, you know, having some grace for ourselves as we try to be um, – good at one in service to the other, Mm -hmm. right? Especially hopefully if your family is your priority and your other values that you've written down in a life plan, go back and check out one of our podcasts on life planning. If you haven't heard that one yet, um, and helping, you know, to think through how the work is getting them closer to their personal kind of mission and vision and values. Mm -hmm. And one thing I would encourage everyone do track your daily mood and even your team's mood, mm-hmm. if at all possible, because mm-hmm. it's one of those things. I, everyone who runs a business tracks a PL. You always have a PL. But likewise, track your daily mood as well, too. Does it go up and down? Because then if you happen to know it's down every Thursday, well, we can work on that. Mm-hmm. Or it's down every Monday. Or for, it, it, there are certain things. Or it's down whenever this one employee is in the office. <laughs> well, then we might want to fire that employee for the sake of your personal health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, 
that's a really important thing to do. So don't don't spreadsheet out everything. But at the same time, we need at least a few markers in our personal life as well as our business life so we can accommodate the seasons and rhythms that come with, you know, this summer and what happens next. Right. Yeah, no, that, that's great. Um, so what what else? What can we wrap this one up with as we look forward to, to next week's podcast? Well, next week's podcast, how to get fired. Yeah, and so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. It, it's worse. But we laugh about that. Yeah. How does one get fired or how does what what happens next? But a lot of that is understanding different seasons in work. Well, and I think what time. we're, you know, today we're talking about how to predictably, you know, shape and or get uh, maximum benefit from changing seasons. I think mm-hmm. what we're going to talk a little bit about next week then is, is while funny how to get fired, is really also recognizing that seasons change abruptly Absolutely. and in ways we don't expect. Mm-hmm. And so how do you respond to that? Both, both how do you how do you see those coming maybe with, with better clarity? Um, so they're less of a surprise, less of, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be awesome. Learn yeah. from our mistakes. Hey? That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, and that's, that's next week. So, Hey, in the meantime, Hey, it's summer. This is coming out in summer. Make sure you understand the season that we're in. Really enjoy the nice weather. Or uh, maybe this is where we're working on the fall plans. Or maybe you're in a you're in a summer business where this is your high time. You need to make all your profits this summer. Right. Understand the seasons that we're in, but also be preparing for the next season. Not every day, not every season's the same. That's right. That's right. So come back and join us again next week. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk Absolutely. more. Absolutely. And in the meantime, uh, check us out at consultantwithcoach.com, and we look forward to next week. All right. Take care.